Fresh off the grill. We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast. You mean number one podcast for all the MMA news. We got a special guest here, TJ, back again. What's up, guys? Kicking it, maxing it, relaxing all cool. You can stop calling him special. He's always here. I know, right? It's funny he, he quoted his, uh, you know, Fresh Prince because I was actually, I woke up to that this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know. What was it on reruns or something? Yeah, it was, de- well, it was, was on reruns. Yeah, yeah, new episodes airing. Friday nights on ABC. Well, I'm saying you weren't watching it Netflix or something. No, shit, right? yeah, no, it was, uh, I happen to have VH uh, one on randomly. I don't know why. I, and I turned on my TV. It was the first thing that was on. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna roll with it. Classic, you know. Imagine if they made a new season where he was the uncle Phil. Nah, you can't. Replace and they him thought he was cool. You can't replace him. No, not replace him. Just he's that show's uncle Phil. Yeah, like he's uh, the uncle. Uh, yeah, I guess it could, but you definitely pass the start. His son's a fucking weirdo. Carlton's son comes to play and comes to live with them because Carlton went away for money fraud. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> um, good card this weekend though. Definitely, I I actually didn't watch it live. I had to watch it the next day, kind of. Yeah. Kind of wish I did, but I ended up watching another another pay-per-view instead. But you know, definitely a good card. Uh, so, disappointed some of the fights, but we'll get into that. Some of them, but this was definitely one of the better pay-per-views in a while. What card were you watching? Were you watching wrestling? I was, yes, I was. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm hooked, dude. I'm hooked. Is that new shit? Yeah, the new shit. They had another pay-per-view already? Yeah, another, it was another pay-per-view. It was actually free, though, for everyone this time. You know, they actually have another pay-per-view this Saturday that's free. The last pay-per-view, they had a um, non-sanctioned match, and it was pretty much like... Hardcore match. Hardcore, but like ECW hardcore. Like there was barbed wire chairs, barbed wire tables. Who was that? Uh, Any of the people that we know? Yeah, uh, John Moxley, the guy Dean Ambrose from WWE. Okay, yeah. And uh, the guy Joey Janela. Who, remember the guy who had the cigarette stapled to his forehead? Yeah, and, I liked him. Yeah, so not too bad. That was crazy. Uh, lots of spots, tables. Pretty good. Uh, worth the money. It was yeah. free, but. I would have paid for it. It's worth the money. Yeah. It's for eats for me. Yeah. No, none of the guys have, like, characters anymore, though. They are, they're all just named their names. What's up with that? No Undertaker's a man. No, there's some of them. Like, that guy, Luchasaurus. Like, yeah, the dinosaur. You gotta, think, you gotta think about it, though. Like, we live in a world where we're a lot smarter than we were back then. And a lot of stuff, like, we didn't have the, people didn't have the internet. So, a lot of the shit that we believe back then is obviously in the light now so that's probably why i don't think they do the gimmicks as much anymore but that's the like, fun of wrestling though is having the gimmicks otherwise i'd watch there well, is but like i do watch ufc but you, you also gotta think about it. the wwe or wwf back then had the gimmicks and then people started watching nitro because it was more real people they used their real names and it was still the edgy product which is where i think this is trying to go for without having all the fucking crazy you know, celebrity matches and whatever, you know, tank WCW. But other than that, it's definitely um, a fresh take on wrestling. And I, I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but I'm definitely a fan again. <laughs> I'm def- <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, it's hard to admit because you get a lot of shit for admitting your wrestling. Like, How do you watch that big shit? You know How old are you? Yeah. Well, you know what? You watch TV, don't you? You th- really think The Rock's fucking jumping off a skyscraper? No, shit's fake. You watch it, though, right? I thought that movie was completely real. Did you? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't yeah. burning down in the he movie. He grew his leg back. 
Yeah, just like uh, San Andreas. He went back there the other day for those earthquakes. You know, I mean, they're saving people. Save the day. He's making a sequel. That's the wrong, that's <laughs> yeah, they're, make, they're just making a sequel. That's what those earthquakes are for. I saw some shit that was like, next time there's an earthquake, I'm just going to put my pussy right against the ground and use the earth as my vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to get a dirty clam, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, Straight to the earth, too. Yeah, right, yeah. Leaving, leaving snails trails. Then you have a bunch of lefties claiming, you know what, it's the new organic way to clean your vagina. Just got to rub some dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> just like Coach said. Yeah, right. Anyway, you guys want to get straight into this card? Yeah, let's talk about the first fight. We got Michael Chiesa beating Diego Sanchez by decision. He kind of just muscled him the whole fight. That fight should have been like 30-24. He won 10-8 every round, I thought. Chiesa was just so much stronger than him, which so is weird because Diego fought in high weight classes before this. Yeah, that was also when the UFC was new and people sucked. I mean, true, he's been in the sport a long time. He fought at 185 back when he started. Almost immediately cut down to 170, went down to 155, and even had a fight at 145. Then he came straight back up to 170. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to quote you here is that he gave the Homer Simpson defense where he just let himself get the shit beat out of him, even though he didn't win. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Dope. He just like he has to beat the shit out of him and hopes you get tired, but that didn't happen. Age could have played a part in it, too. But Diego Sanchez, like, I remember him fucking fighting. Yeah, but he he was fighting when he was like eighteen. Uh, yeah, still, I think he's like thirty nine now. You gotta imagine though, like this isn't a sport like where, you know, you got people like Tom Brady playing at the age of forty five. Like you got they get the shit beat out of him for yeah. nothing. There's there Literally. are fighters that have done it. I mean, we haven't really not good. I mean, I guess Kotor is the one that I always think of that like rose to prominence as he got older. Kotor, yeah, yeah, but again, these guys all did that when the yeah. UFC was in its infancy. Yeah, like and back then you could do that. There's more of a skill pool now where they, they're drawing a lot of skilled fighters from, where it used to be just just a couple of top guys. Yeah, the only real guy over forty now fighting in the UFC is Cormier, and he hasn't even fought yet as he's been forty. Just turned 40 and he's got to fight him um, up against, <laughs> against Stipe in a couple months. Up next, we have, it, it was tough to decide, but this, I think, was my personal favorite win of the night. Well, Rob doesn't like Luke Rockhold. He sucks. He's a piece of shit. We've got Jan Blakovich knocking Luke Rockhold out cold, breaking his jaw, possibly retiring him in the second round. He gave him the cartoon spin. <laughs> and then he combo head kicked him and rung his bell and then hits Luke right on the button and knocks out in the second round. I thought it was funny because in a post-fight press conference, they asked him, they're like, oh, what did you do to prepare for this fight? He's like, oh, I watched this fight with Michael Bisping like 10,000 times. He can't take that left hand. <laughs> right, it's true. Luke Rockhold sucks. He's got a glass jaw. He was overrated back even when the UFC first brought him in. And that's another thing. They just, with the UFC, they bring in everybody and, you know, they latch him onto the teat and just feed him these bumps for, like, so long and to make us think that these guys are better than what they are. And then when they really get into the octagon with someone better, like it shows. Yeah, it shows. He beat Bisping and Weidman. Those are good wins. But look at who he's lost to. Got knocked out cold by Vitor. Got knocked out cold by Yoel Romero. Got knocked out cold by Bisming. 
Uh, yeah, knocked exactly. Out by Jan Blakovich. Yo, Bisming knocked him out. Yo, uh, who'd you see before that? Yo, Romero. No, he's. I mean, he's got power, but who'd you see before after that? Jan Blakovich. That's the guy he fought. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't even know this fucking see, guy. Polak doesn't mm-hmm. know how to read. I'm just assuming because he's Polish. Very rarely does Bisming get that one punch KO. If he finishes you, it's usually a TKO, but he knocked Rockwell out cold. Yeah. After Rockwell said he had pillow hands. Yeah, that's the thing. That's fucking pathetic. You you can't talk shit like that. Which leads us nicely into our next fight. Oh, boy. Jorge Masvidal. Killing Ben Askren in the cage. The first death. Let me at him. Let me at him. A UFC record five seconds. It's three it's seconds. It's much closer to two and a half to three seconds. Just took time for that ref to get over. That's the thing is he had to hit him again, even though the ref was like mid trying to stop it. He hit him twice. He was he was dead rigor mortis. Like you could see it. He was just on the ground, stiff as a board. That dude's toes were curling. Barely breathing. You sent me that meme where it was a close-up of his thumb up, just like how yeah. Robbie Lawler lost. Yeah, someone photoshopped his thumb sticking up, saying the fight was stopped early. <laughs> Rob said a few minutes ago that this previous fight was his favorite. This one, I did. I was the only one I saw from start to finish. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys, you know. But to be honest with you, it was my favorite of the night just because I despise, absolutely despise Ben Askren. He is the modern-day Tito Ortiz. He literally would just sit there and just hump and fuck you to death. And I am so glad that on his first takedown attempt, he got what he deserved. That needs to the right. And then after, he went Stone Cold Steve Austin on his ass, and that made the he night did. better. He did. He, he got just sat there with, like, fucking screaming in his face. And then he got back up and he planked. He pretended that he himself went stiff and just fell to the ground <laughs> like a mummy. That, that got me. Oh, everything God. about that fight was fantastic. If people are going to claim bad sportsmanship from Jorge Masvidal, but Ben Askren was bragging that he beat him in a sparring, like wrestling thing, like years ago. Yeah, you don't talk about training sessions. It's bad form. It's that's bad sportsmanship. Bad now that being said, Jorge might have went a little overboard, but he's he's welcome to that. He's from the streets. Rob knows. He's from the three hundred five. Yeah, he knows that Kimbo slice shit. He, he knows. Beat Ray once on short notice. Oh, my God. Plan. He, he's lucky that's all he did to him. <laughs> Dude looked like Anthony Pettis back then. He was oh so my young. Oh, God. But, yeah, yes. that's, that's, another, like, that's another example, though, why I hate Ben Askren, because UFC, oh, Ben Askren, undefeated, yada, yada, yada. He humps people to death. And then you feed him. You, this is, what, second fight in the UFC? Third yeah. fight? Second. Yeah. So who did they feed him the first one? Robbie Lawler. And he almost fucking died in that one. Yeah, he got really lucky. This one he got baptized by Street Jesus. Oh, good. Fucking humble his ass. Humble his ass. The post fight press conference was hilarious. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. So funny. It was. It was great. Someone got up and they're like, Jorge, did you uh, as long as you regret throwing those last two punches? They didn't seem necessary. And he stopped and ran the tracks. He's like, they were absolutely necessary. He's like, the ref hadn't pulled me off yet. What if I didn't punch him? It's like, absolutely, they were necessary. I should have gave him a couple more. <laughs> Love it. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, next up, we have Nunez versus Holly Holm. 
Nunez defends her title with a head kick knockout. Holmes was fighting smart, but she, no. Just no. I don't like Nunez being all these bitches I like. <laughs> this is where the experience in, in knowing what you're doing comes into hand. When Holly Holmes, yes, she's, she has that boxing background, but when you get into the ring or an octagon in this guy case against somebody who is more experienced all around, you know, like I honestly think to this day that, that that head kick to Ronda Rousey was a fluke. Holly Holm would not hit that again. I but, think she would against Ronda Rousey because Ronda Rousey her stand up game's yeah, garbage. Uh, yeah, that too. But I'm just saying, like that was crazy. Like I, I, I to 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 think that she only has five losses in her career in the UFC. Well, she's five and five in the UFC now. Five and five. Yeah. Jesus, I'm surprised. Every fight she's though. lost is title fight except for the Valentina fight. And that got Valentina title shot. So what did like I don't get if she's five and five in the last you know her last ten appearances or whatever? How is she getting all these title shots? It's nobody else. What do you mean? There's nobody else. Give Cyborg another fucking super this fight. Give be, her a super fight. This is supposed to be giving Cyborg a shot. And then there's two um, undefeated women too coming up. There's yeah, one, one, one Brazilian. One's fighting this weekend. The other one's Aspen. Aspen's fighting this weekend. Oh, that randomy. She's fighting randomy, right? Yeah. Or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, she. I think she was on the other fighter. Am I right? No. Back check me. No. She's somewhere. She's somewhere. Yeah, she's. She definitely was somewhere. She was definitely somewhere. She's been somewhere. somewhere. She's going somewhere. Probably fucking whatever one of those fucking butt fuck promotions were that UFC bought out. She's fought in the UFC for a while now, so you've probably seen her fight before. She's been beat by Amanda Nunez. Probably beat by everybody, and then she's main, main event. Thing. Just about. She beat Holly Holm by cheating. And then she refused to fight Cyborg. We'll, we'll talk about her later. She sucks. <laughs> she sucks. On to our main event. We got John Jones defending his championship with what seemed like relatively little trying against Tiago Santos, who tore everything in his left knee. Everything. ACL, MCL, PCL, meniscus. Gone. And then because of that, he tore some shit in his right knee. So this dude's not fighting for like a year. Mm, At least. Probably more than that, given all the ligaments he tore. And John Jones still couldn't finish him. They need to give him back the fucking HGH or whatever the hell he was on. Let him take steroids. I fucking hate, I personally hate John Jones. I don't like what he's done for the sport, really. He's honestly given the USA a shitty name in that week. I know he's kind of supposed to be reformed now, but at this point, it's like, how do you cheer for him? He just seems like a piece of shit. I think if he, well, didn't pretend, I think if he was the piece of shit he is now since the beginning, he'd have more fans. Instead of pretending to be that fake. Yeah. You know, because you had a lot. They, he, like, when he first came on the scene, he had he had a huge buzz. And then all of a sudden, he's fucking not Dude. fighting for two years, talking shit about not, you know. And then he comes back and Dude he's getting Yeah, not even that. And then he comes back after all that. And it's the last two of this fight's decision. Not even that, but he didn't look impressive. Exactly. But, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if, if you're not fighting and you're, and you're supposed to be off coke, what are you doing? Sitting home. Playing video games, getting shaped, fucking spar somebody. A fighter know? of this caliber is supposed to be able to go out and finish your opponents. I mean, he, he doesn't have no legs. He's Lieutenant Dan out there, and he couldn't finish him. Yeah. He should have picked up on the weak leg too. You could see it buckle a couple of times. It's impossible in the fight. that he didn't pick up on that. Yeah. 
But, Unless he's a born again, he just didn't want to hurt him. But you, I doubt that. You got to give it to Tiago though. He went yeah, out there. He was tough as shit. He fought his fucking heart out. Not taking anything away from him, but John Jones, seeing his opponent was hurt, should have went for the kill, and he should have finished. I mean, he had no legs. He had a good game plan uh, with, with the leg kicks. He, he got no legs. He did it, Ice cream. He definitely won out the first round, but. After he got the legs out from underneath him, he had trouble moving. He had trouble throwing powerful strikes because he couldn't plant his feet anymore. This is a tough one for Tiago, and he's going to be a little while till he can get back. He's going to be out for a minute. I'm hoping that somebody else sees this strategy and utilizes it against John Jones because I don't know why no one's ever tried to just leg kick the shit out of him. Someone who's not hurt going into a fight. Now, he was hurt already. Yeah, and he didn't want to pull out of the fight, so... He had surgery after his fight with Jan Blachowicz, which was his last fight. And then he retweaked it, I think they said a month into the training camp. So instead of a normal three-month training camp, they have a two-month training camp. Yeah, because you can actually tear your ACL and you can be out on it for a while. But shit sucks. (laughs) Fucking terrible. Yeah. Good for him, though. I'm hoping that he exposed a weakness that John Jones has, which I think he did. And I hope that we get a matchup of somebody of equal caliber that has the heart and can beat John Jones. Because I'm fucking sick of watching him just phone it in. This is bullshit. Who knows? Maybe Johnny Walker has a chance in a year. He's got good kicks. The whiskey? Yeah, the whiskey. No, there's a fighter, Johnny Walker, some Brazilian dude. Oh, really? He's pretty good, and he won his last fight by flying knee and then did a worm and hurt himself. I want, I want John Jones to go to heavyweight and just... Fight someone he's like not gonna. He's unstoppable at light heavyweight. He has no reason to move. I know. That's why. He I... said he'd be willing to fight Daniel Cormier or Steve Amiocic, who wins that one. <laughs> and then, of course, relinquish the bell when he has to fight Francis Ngannou. You don't think he will? Fuck no. I mean, I'd be more scared of Stipe than Francis. He's a better fighter than Francis. Both of them, Stipe and John Jones, but John Jones has never been hit by anyone like that. This dude folded Junito Santos from a partial punch from the back. Yeah. That's the Nigerian night train. You don't fuck around with that. Nah, I think Gabe's the only one who calls him out. It's it's cool, though. I think we talked about this before. He's a one-trick pony, though. Exactly. They'll get figured out. They could, but if he gets hit, that's all she wrote. That's the rap. That's true. Until he wrestles someone like fucking Daniel Cormier, you're just going to, you know... I think Cormier stands a better chance to beat Francis than John Jones. Yeah, because because Cormier's gonna do the same thing. He's gonna fucking lather you up and fucking dry fuck you till the fucking bell rings. Well, if he's lathering up, that's not a dry fuck. Huh? Well, yeah, you're right. I'm talking about his chest. He's going in dry. (laughs) (laughs) So we can slide off. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the oils for the lube up top. You know, he's going in dry on the bottom. Yeah, he just wants to make his pecs shine a little bit. Yeah. Fucking rude piece of shit. Are we making picks for the next card? Yeah, we are. Okay, I didn't even pick them. That's yeah. okay, I'll do it on the fly. Do it by name. Yeah, I'll do it on the fly. All right, I don't know any of these guys anyway. Let's, let's shoot this. For this card tonight, we have UFC Fight Night 155, Aspen Lad versus Jermaine Durandamy. First fight, we've got the Italian Marvin Vittori versus Cesar Ferreira. <laughs> I'm over here hurting TJ's titties. Uh, I'm going for the Italian. Just because he's Italian? No, because I hate Caesar Ferrer and he's got no fucking chin. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not even familiar with them. I'll go with the Italian too. Fuck it. I will just do it against him with his meatballs. So. I'm, I'm going with Ferrer just because I'm, I'm a fr- uh, fan of Ferrer Roche, you know. And I don't know the other guy. Good enough. I'm a wild card. Up next, we got Carl Roberson versus Wellington Terman. Terman, not Thurman. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Carl Roberson. I'm going Roberson because my good friend Destroyer's last name is Roberson. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I have a friend no, named that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna go with you guys. You guys seem to know these guys more than I do. I'm going with that one. Why do they keep putting these fucking no names? Because they're putting out so many damn cards that they need There's to use 600 them. 600 fighters, you're not gonna know 500 of them. Yeah, you're right. No, I'm only 550, but yeah. Uh, I'll pay attention. <laughs> not anything after the first fucking five in division, really. Third fight of the night, we got Josh Emmett versus Mursad Bektik. I think I'm going to go with Josh Emmett on this one. I'm going to go with Emmett. That sounds like a good name. Yeah, I'll go with Emmett, too. He's, a, he's an asshole. He owes TJ some money. Yeah. But we won't get into that. This is a gentleman's bet. next week. Tune in next week. Co-main event of the night. Up next, we got the heavy underdog, the plus 260. Uriah Faber versus the minus 320 favorite, Ricky Simon. I got to go with Faber on this one. Yeah. Despite him being that heavy of an underdog. I like the California kid. He's had enough time off to recover, I think. He's going to come in ready for this fight. He's going to punch him with his ass chin. I heard it. I fucking hope so. I'll go with Simon. Uriah Faber's too old. He needs to retire, too. Well, he did retire. He came out. I know. I saw this card. I'm like, dude, I thought this guy was, like, gone already. I remember when when we went to the first UFC... Well, not my your first UFC, but the one I went to was mine, and we saw Uriah there, and everyone went crazy. And this is fucking almost like what six years ago, seven years ago, something crazy Probably, like that. Yeah. And you know, at that point, he was older than me, so I could just imagine how old he is now. TJ's like, I feel old. This motherfucker yeah, really like, must feel you old. Know, you gotta, He's got one foot in the grave. You, you got a whole. You, you make a whole career out of getting punched in the face and you know, kneeing the fucking ribs and all this shit, like. It takes a toll on you. You know, uh, I just think it's, at this point, it's time to hang out the gloves or, you know, go somewhere like the uh, Burger King Fighting Championship. I thought you were going to say Bellator. All right. I didn't know about Burger King Fighting Championships. Yeah. Fighting for the line you're ready for. (laughs) The main event. Got the minus 160 favorite Aspen Lad versus the plus 145 underdog, Jermaine Durandamy. I'm going with Aspen Ladder, and that's also Rob's lock of the week. I'm also going with Aspen. I'm going with Aspen. Just because I like to go where the beer flows like wine. Yeah. <laughs> John Van Denver is full of shit. <laughs> huh. I expected the Rocky Mountains to be a little rockier than this. I was thinking the same thing. I just I don't like Jermaine Duranime. She was ducking cyborg. And then after Amanda Nunez beat her, she comes home and says, sure, I'll fight her. Because she saw that someone beat her. That's some cowardly ass shit. Well, like like we said before, too, uh, Aspen's undefeated. So it's kind of hard not to pick an undefeated fighter. She's also tough. Kind of looks like Arya Stark. And has multiple wolf dogs. All right. Really? Yeah, yeah you were showing me our I'm Instagram. I'm not a fan of the show, but I'd fuck the shit out of that, that chick. She's legal, so I can say that. Aria Stark? And yeah. he also didn't see her when she was 12. 
Yeah, I did see where she was following either, so yeah. I'm yeah, good. she had a sex scene in the show. I know, I, I googled it. You, you get that? <laughs> it, it's actually on the hub. You can see a so, little. You can see a little bit of side boob. I know that's about it. I was disappointed. I'm like, where's the full boob? I've seen the, the blonde chicks. Where the areolas? I know, right? <laughs> like Joe Rogan saying, show everything except the dirty, dirty nipple. Fuck it, we want some nipple. God damn it. Yeah. And uh, that it's a good segue to bring us into this week's misconnection. I never asked for this feeling. I never thought I would fall. I never knew how I felt till the day you were gone. You want me to tell you the name of this misconnection? I just get right into it. Yeah, what's the title? Skype Jack Off. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> That's very blunt. Looking to jack off on campus, some guys who are into Asian cock hit me up. Short and sweet, I like it. Just like his dick. My 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 one <laughs> my one question is when he jerks off, is is his dick be pixelated like all the other videos? No, no. No, they're, <laughs> their dicks aren't like that. It's because of censorship <laughs> issues in Japan. I, I, I know that game. It was just for the content piece. <laughs> it's, it's a good it's one. Head jerking off a pixelated dick. Yeah, right. I've actually read into this, and everybody's like, "Why don't they stop doing that?" Because they started it after World War II, I guess. The sense, the they censorship had thing. Back in World War II. No, but I'm saying like the censorship of like nudity and stuff like uh, that. Everybody was like, "Well, what politician's gonna run on the hey?" I'm going to take care of those pixelated dicks. <laughs> We're going to get to see butthole. No, actually, you can see butthole, can't see pussy. I know why. Because I guess butthole is not a sexualized Maybe thing. Maybe it's because everyone has buttholes, but don't they stick like octopuses in their buttholes? And I know it's called octopi, but I'm calling them octopuses. I don't know. Japanese porn can get some weird shit. Hell, they, yeah, but how come the, the ones that are drawn on censored then? That's part of the reason why that's so prolific in Japanese culture. Is wow. because hentai doesn't have to be censored as much because it's not real. Oh, all right. That's why that's like huge in Japan. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess I just watched the video, so I don't do the research. <laughs> it's not hentai. No, that's not my type. No, you you watch the videos to do research. Uh, yeah. So that is the research. <laughs> yeah, it's better than a shake weight. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just about do it for us here at Fresh Off the Grill. You can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, like, review, subscribe, all that shit. TJ, you got anything? Yeah, I'm thinking about dropping a mixtape. Drop 50 likes and I'll do it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Also, check out my other film review podcast called Brutally Honest. It's on the Brutally Honest Network and iTunes and YouTube. You. Adios. Peace. We gotta go check. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious. We could check it if you want. Huh? There's not that much shit down there though. No, oh, you already checked? I was gonna use that swing. <laughs>
ahead and uh, move the mic closer to your mouth. I wanna kiss you all over. And over again. Fucking father saying that song. Till the night closes. I just that ancient guy when he turned blue and white closes, and I just picture him like up against the fucking. The intercom? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then the old Chinese bitch comes in. Till the night closes. I know. Well, that's the name of the episode. Yeah. It's better than a shake weight.